a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. Can I tell you something kind of interesting? During that commercial break, uh, we, ha- we were scrambling on the technology side. It is a wonder, uh, a marvel of technology that we were able to broadcast the way we are today. I, as you know, am broadcasting from my guest bedroom in my apartment in downtown Salt Lake City. Uh, and that is because of this coronavirus. Yesterday was an exception. The power uh, was knocked out in my place due to that earthquake. And in the overnight, thanks to Rocky Mountain Power, we were able to get that electricity restored. And today I am back up and running here in my uh, guest bedroom. But you know, uh, you, you make a lot of plans, you put together a complicated uh, radio broadcast like this one. Every once in a while, there are some hiccups. And as I was scrambling to get ready to start this segment, uh, I had not reestablished the connection with uh, the radio station until moments before we came on. Uh, if I'm honest, my heart is uh, racing quite a bit right now. Uh, and I share that with you just because uh, I think it's sometimes neat to get a little peek behind the scenes. And I also share it with you so that you know. Uh, that there are some absolute experts behind the scenes working to get this uh, back together. Uh, Amber at the board today, uh, Darren, engineer, who's been over to my house now a few times to help me get this all set up. Very grateful to all of them. And, of course, uh, all of that under the great guidance and leadership of producer Amy. Uh, So that's that. Know that we are working hard uh, to make sure that you're able to enjoy my ramblings for a few hours each day. And I will continue those ramblings now. A little bit of history. A couple days ago, the president uh, said during a White House press briefing that he would be invoking the Defense Production Act. Now, what the heck is that? It dates back to like uh, Korean War times, and it has to do uh, with production. Uh, The act helps make up for uh, potential medical supply shortages, and it deploys uh, some hospital ships as this you as we members of the United States of America citizens here combat this coronavirus pandemic uh, Trump uh, he said uh, that he sees the country on wartime footing which is a little bit scary if I'm honest I don't know that we quite uh, are to a level where we should view this coronavirus quite literally as uh, something akin to wartime Uh, But uh, that is how the president has uh, shared it. In fact, he, uh, at that press briefing on Wednesday, talked specifically about some of the medical devices uh, where we are seeing shortages, Uh, one of those specifically ventilators. We are ordering thousands and thousands of ventilators, and they're complex. You know, these are complex machines, and uh, but we're ordering them. So the the ability for the 
president to make an order like that and cut through all of the red tape or all the shortcomings that may uh, make it impossible for hospitals who are responding to coronavirus right now, uh, the, those powers are derived from this Defense Production Act, uh, and it's an effort to uh, initially uh, counter terrorism. You get that uh, it has to do with, uh, as well, the, the Stafford Act. Uh, there is <laughs> a good deal of rabbit hole uh, you could find yourself tumbling down as you go to understand this. But uh, what the president has done, he's called upon uh, powers afforded him by this Defense Production Act to help bolster these uh, medical supply shortages. We heard from some of the manufacturers of the tests, of the coronavirus tests. They got together, uh, the three big manufacturers got together, and it is uh, with the help of this act, again, uh, established in 1950 to respond to some of the needs during the Korean War that the president has uh, assured us that production will increase. Now, uh, one of the things that we, of course, need as we face this new uh, virus is uh, a vaccine, a way to combat it. And it turns out uh, a long time ago, there was a malaria drug developed. And there are some who are now paying attention to that drug, and there are some who feel a good deal of optimism uh, as to the effectiveness of that drug in the effort to combat this coronavirus. Uh, ABC's Karen Travers has details on exactly that from Washington. President Trump spoke at length today at the White House about how the federal government is looking at a wide range of drugs to treat COVID-19. He said a malaria drug would be made available almost immediately to treat the virus and said the FDA had already approved its use. This has been used in different forms, very powerful drug in different forms. And it's shown very encouraging, very, very encouraging early results. But top public health officials in the administration have this week downplayed the promise of that drug. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. In that new briefing from the White House Coronavirus Task Force, President Trump says the federal government is considering approving experimental and international drugs including this one mentioned by ABC's Karen Travers used to combat malaria uh, that may show promise in fighting symptoms of COVID-19. This has been used in different forms, very powerful drug in different forms. And it's shown very encouraging, very, very encouraging early results. The U.S. Commissioner of Food and Drugs, uh, Dr. Stephen Han, uh, talked about treatment options, including this very malaria drug called uh, chloroquine. That's a drug that the president has directed us to take a closer look at as to whether an expanded use approach to that could be done to actually see if that benefits patients. So unprecedented action, uh, sweeping action, powers called upon by the president under uh, this act, this Defense Production Act, is leading to an increase in production of these tests and hopefully steps towards the development and ultimate implementation of uh, a drug to combat this. Maybe it's this old malaria drug. Uh, maybe it's something new. Time will tell, and uh, we will be anxiously waiting. We're going to take a, a quick break here, and when we come back, uh, we're going to be talking to an old friend of mine, Pete Ashdown. He's the owner of X Mission. I used to call on him all the time uh, when I was working for Doug Wright. Uh, the conversation I want to have with Mr. Ashdown has to do with uh, the added demand on the Internet right now. So many of us, including myself, are working from home. Uh, much of that work requires the Internet. How much can the Internet take? We'll find out next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.